Hello, my name's James Pikeway, and this is the Nightline Podcast. If you're interested in cars, car repair, music, fitness, technology, and more, this is the podcast for you. Interested in more of what's going on at Dubai Eye? Go to DubaiEye1038.com and search out our podcasts and blogs. Want to get in touch with me? Nightline at DubaiEye1038.ae. Enjoy the show. Get Fit Radio is the program. Marcus Smith is here from Inner Fight Gym. It is getting warm. <laughs> You're always complaining about the no, weather. No, I'm not complaining Relax. about warmth. I'm not complaining about warmth because <laughs> I have are. now become the daily barometer at the workplace for what the weather is like because the, the lady at the gym every morning, every other morning when I come in and I go out for a run, she'll say, so... Are you running on the streets again today? And and every every day I say, you know, this might be the last one. And I no, still end up going out. I no, know. No, 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 I know. No, you've got it wrong. The thing that you need to change <laughs> is your alarm clock time. You need to just get up a little bit earlier. <laughs> yeah. I admit that it yeah. was running in the desert on Saturday morning. Yeah, I saw those pictures. Yeah. You're looking warm too. It was warm, mate. The last... Uh, Kilometer? 40 minutes, no, longer. The last 40 minutes, so we started at so 5. So the last 10 kilometers we you finished did. At, yeah, we finished at 8, yeah. and it was hot in the last hour. 40 right. minutes to an hour. After after about 7 o'clock, when the sun comes up, yeah. it's hot. I was up this morning, 5 a.m. was beautiful. Yeah, it was a beautiful nice. running hour. So. Super nice. Even yesterday morning, I started running at half 5. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. But by the time you hit 8, 8.30, yeah. 8.45 is pretty much the limit. Yeah, you, you, yeah. You're I think out. it's... And that, that's one of the things that's interesting as well to, to mention, James. Like, people say, oh, it's a lot harder in, in the heat. Yeah, it is a lot harder. Your heart rate's going to be a, a lot higher. We're looking now, and obviously I train a lot of people and for, for running and for cycling, and I see their data. So we, we track everyone's data through the, through training peaks, and we see their heart rate data. We've seen in the last sort of four to six weeks, as that temperature has crept up a bit, yeah. we see around a 10 to 15 beats per minute increase in heart rate. I, I really notice it too when I'm yeah. running because I, I notice the beats are higher. I'm looking at the, the heart rate as I'm doing it, but I also physiologically feel... You feel it. I feel yeah. elements, not just you know a little bit more winded, a little bit working a little bit harder, but you also feel it in, in muscles. You just feel a little oh, bit zapped, I'd that, call that's it. That's exactly yeah. It. Yeah. it. In fact, the other day I, I finished and it was, it was a good... It was just a short 6K deal. Yeah. But I was sitting against a wall, yeah. sort of, you know, doing some Instagram, really. Yeah. But some folks were walking by, saying, "Man, you're so red. Yeah. And you're looking, you're really sweating." And it was like, you know, I'm just, I'm just cooling down. I'm just cooling down. Leave me alone. Just don't yeah. talk to me for the next ten or fifteen minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, you will see, and and it's not something massively to worry about. You'll no. just see that heart rate creep up a little bit, and you just, you do physically feel a little bit different. So, I would really just encourage people to get out. It's getting light just before five o'clock now, so I really just encourage people to get out a little bit earlier. And, you know, if, if you are trying to do some heart rate zone training and you're trying to train at the lower end of the zone in zone two to build some aerobic base. So what's, what's zone two? Where are we talking zone typically? Zone two, we're sort of, we're, we're anywhere about 60 to 70 percent of, right. of okay. your max. So, you know, we, we, it's not, it's what we'd call more conversational pace. So we right. could, we could have this conversation. We could do this show. We'd be a little bit. A little bit heavier breathing, but we yeah. could actually. We should do a show like that. Yeah, because I mean, be we've never ran together. That's we've probably the one thing together. we could probably. Yeah. I might be able to keep up with, at your conversational pace. Would, do you think we could get someone to carry the microphones and the computers and all the mixers and everything and? Moon him. Yeah. He's also a runner. He's also a runner. I see him taking pictures. There we yeah, go. It's yeah. Like, so we've got the man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that zone too, that aerobic yeah. building <laughs> is 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 really a conversation pace. We 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 could record the show, but you're still going to see a heart rate a little bit higher. Right. It's it's. 
it's getting warm. The, you know, again, the other morning, I think when we finished up, it was about 38 degrees, so it is quite warm. And But, you, you know, know on, on, on the counter to that point, when I'm out running, I'm running at those heart rates, I'm running in these temperatures, I'm feeling better than I've ever yeah. felt before. Well, that's the thing I as think well. my times are better, my recovery is better. Absolutely, James. And I think that's the thing. I think if you're consistent with the training, yeah, you feel like it's warm, but... Again, I was out yesterday morning, as you were, and although it is a bit hotter and you feel it a little bit, you you still get good results. You had a great you had a great run yesterday. I had a great run yesterday. So there is actually no excuse. If you're yeah. doing a program in the right way, you're following a training structure, you'll continue to get better. What we do see is the ability to perform at the top level is is a little right. bit affected in in the weather and also what we really and this is one of the key things it's not always in the training itself it's a lot in your recovery your recovery and your dedication and focus on your recovery during the hotter times during the summer months has to go up a notch you need yeah. to make sure that you're sleeping much much better when and for most people that means more <laughs> and also you need to make sure that you're you're, you're losing a lot more bodily fluid so you need yeah. to make sure a lot, lot more hydrated which doesn't mean sports drinks it just means a lot more water going into your body throughout the day or we're still in ramadan not long to go for that but yeah, you know a couple more weeks if you, so if you're you know obviously you got to take that into effect if you're if you're if you're observing Ramadan and you're fasting during the day, it's quite a long period that you've got there. So if you're going to be doing activity, you've got to take that into account. Absolutely. And as you see with the with your work in the gym, yeah. most people will engage in that activity right before Sahur yes. and and breaking their fast. And it, that yeah. actually works pretty good. Yeah, exactly. You know, if they if they want to work out just before the end of the day, just before seven o'clock. You know, or 7:05, what it is at the moment. That that's a great time. Or the second option, which we have spoke about over the last few weeks, and you know, it's it's late if you're just jumping on the fitness bandwagon for Ramadan. But I'll still give you the advice: is that if you eat a little bit, eat quite light when you do break your fast, and then you can train a little bit later. We have a class yeah. at 10 o'clock in the evening. I think last night it was 25 guys in 25 it. 25 guys uh, and some girls. Um, 25, 25 total. people. Yeah, 25, 25 people. people. Wow. So that was that. Yeah, that was very cool. And you know, the guys will then. They've done their workout 10 o'clock, 10 till 11. They'll then have something light and then they'll wake up to have a meal pre-fasting at around 3 a.m. and they can get it done. But it, it is, listen, if you're fasting, I've said this since the start of Ramadan, it is quite a challenge to get enough liquid in, especially yeah. during that time when you're not fasting. You also, it's nighttime, so you're going to be doing some sleeping. So to avoid yourself going up and down to the bathroom the whole time, it, it's, yeah. it's a it's challenge, a but it's not, uh, it's not impossible. Marcus Smith is here from Interfight Gym. This is Get Fit Radio. My name is James Pikeway. You're dialed into Dubai I 103.8 FM if you're wondering what you're listening to. CrossFit Regionals. CrossFit Regionals, it so, is all done. I got to say, yes. very impressed with what I was watching. And yeah. uh, I, I, I've seen more people through this series of events yeah. maxing themselves out. Really good athletes with pictures of them leaning over garbage cans that yeah. I would never, I have not seen as much of that. You'd at never CrossFit. have imagined it, would you? No. Yeah. No. It's been. Listen, if, if people have followed this, games.crossfit.com, the website, you can actually go back and see all of it. What we're heading towards here is the CrossFit Games, which takes place in the States at the end of July, beginning of August. It's still the same place year. that they've always done it too, right? Uh, they, no, they, they moved last year to Madison. Okay. Which I is in Wisconsin. Well, Madison, Wisconsin, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Wisconsin, yeah, uh, from L.A. And they enjoyed it there, and they're going back there this year. Okay. Um, so that is the CrossFit Games. That's the to find the fittest person on earth 
as defined by CrossFit. What we've just experienced the last three weekends is the CrossFit Regionals, which is the regional qualification to get the top 40 males, females, and teams from around the world to Madison. And we just saw this weekend people participating from our region, and it is absolutely epic what's gone on there because we've seen from actually the top four girls in the Meridian region, which is southern Europe, so France, Italy, and Spain, uh-huh. Africa, the whole African content, and the Middle East. That's, that is a huge it's area. It's a big region. There's a lot of people participating in CrossFit. The top four females have come from the UAE. Wow. Which is phenomenal. Wow. Which is absolutely phenomenal. That's, that's they impressive. are all from the UAE. The one that's rounded it out at the top, Jamie Green, she's obviously one of the sort of well, a top athlete in the world. She was in the top 10 in the CrossFit Games last year. Previous year, she was on a team that podiumed in the CrossFit Games, and she was never outside of the top two in every event on the weekend. She came second, second, first, first, second, first. So she's a force to be reckoned with. Coaches out of CrossFit Yas down in Abu Dhabi. So, yeah. And then on, on, on the men's side, we've actually also seen some guys from the UAE are in, are in, in the top there. The top two are both UAE-based athletes. Ironically, Elliot Simmons is the fiancé of Jamie Green. There and he came second in the males. <laughs> wow. And then two guys from Europe round out the top four there as well. So, wow. yeah, pretty pretty interesting weekend. And, I mean, it's it's fun as well. We had our a few of our coaches. So, Andre yeah. Houdet was in the men's as well. He managed a 28th place hey, that's finish. That's impressive. That's very impressive. impressive just to be there, mate. Yeah, it's very yeah. impressive. And then... Carmen also managed to, she was in the women's competition and she finished up in eighth place, which is wow. a, is a great Very result impressive. for her as well. She was supposed to be having this year off and yeah. she managed to finish eighth. So that's yeah, that's, spectacular. A, that's a roundup. But if, if, if you are interested in that, if you are interested in something different than football, now the football season's coming to an end, hop over to games.crossfit.com. It is what they call the sport of fitness. And, and it's very interesting as well. You'll see the top 40 fittest males and females participate in the CrossFit Games in Madison at the end of July. I think end of July. It's quite the August. show as well. I mean, when, oh, when you just look the at show. the activities that yeah. they're doing and whether it be, you know, muscle-ups or, or push-ups so, or varieties. And that's what's so interesting as well, James, just to go through a couple of the events from the weekend. Like the first event was a three-mile, uh, 3K row. 300 double unders which is skipping and then yeah. a three mile run so very cardiovascular based <laughs> 49 minute that's time hard. cap that's super a hard. hard one super hard and then and it's such a different type of person who's going to excel in that yeah. compared to the last one which i think the fastest times in the last one uh was less than five minutes to finish a combination of rope climbs and thrusters so yeah. completely different energy systems we work completely different but you see the cream always rises to the top. And as I said there with Jamie Green, she finished in the run event second. And in the final event, the rope climb and thruster event, she finished first. So the it does get the most sort of rounded athletes to the top. Have you, to ever, you ever had uh, Jamie Green on your, your on your podcast? I actually haven't. Uh, <laughs> Why both... is that? We got to, we, I mean, yeah. okay, it's different companies, different things. But, no, it's, but it's still CrossFit. And it, it's I mean, quite funny. Because I don't say that because I'd really love to hear. To hear from them. Yeah. yeah. I, we. 
that is on the cards. It's actually been on the cards for a long time, sort of because Elliot and Jamie are together. I've known yeah. Elliot for quite a long time, and they're both pretty good friends. So of of us and and of the gym. So we we've kept on meaning to do a show. Now could actually be a perfect time. Now that they've qualified as yeah. a couple to go to the CrossFit Games, it could be. I it I don't uh, ooh I don't know if they're the first married or engaged I wonder about couple that. to make it to the CrossFit Games. I know Annie Thoris' daughter and Fred Egidius are a couple, so they would be, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, yeah, we should have Jamie Green and, and, and yeah. Elliot There we on, go. On We've the thrown it out there. It's going to happen. There we go. I'll, I'll give them a shout. Interfight.com if you want to listen to all of those podcasts that are up there. Over 430-something. We're at 428. Oh, okay. I thought we were already at 430. We will be next week. Two yeah. a week. There we go. You get there pretty quick. Yeah. Super. Get Fit Radio is the program. Marcus Smith is here from Inner Fight Gym. My name's James Pikeaway. You're listening to Dubai 103.8 FM. Uh, let's do it. Get Fit Radio. That is the program, the must-listen-to fitness broadcast in the Middle East right here on Dubai Eye. Marcus Smith here, by the way. Uh, Arnie. I didn't realize Arnie had been in the hospital. A little, uh, little issue, uh, some surgery he'd been in for. Yeah. He's back in the gym. Yeah. This guy <laughs> just goes on and on and just doesn't stop. He's like, I didn't realize the guy's like 70. Yeah, he, yeah he's so like he was, he was doing curls uh, on some machine in the gym. And, uh, you know, just, just looking at this 70-year-old guy who, of course, is not the Arnie of, of 20. No. But, but he's still Arnie. And, you know, what? what's his thing? Reps, 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 reps. It's all about the reps. Just yeah. keep doing the reps. Get engaged. That's where, I mean, and that's that's what Arnie made Arnie what he was. For those who don't know Arnie before he was uh, before governor, he was a governor <laughs> before he uh, moved actor. into sort of actor. politics, he yeah. was definitely he was an actor. Yeah. Yeah. But he was like, I don't know. Someone would say that's questionable whether he was an actor. But, hey, I'll Terminator is yeah. one of the best shows ever. Ever. And yeah. they called him back for Terminator 2, yeah. did they? I don't know. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Um, yeah, but, I mean, before then, that's sort of what made, that was his rise to fame, his dominance in the bodybuilding world. And he, you know, he, one of his... Um, one of the famous quotes I like from, from Arnie is and, you know, it's when someone went up to him and said, uh, yeah, but I don't want to have biceps like yours. He goes, you will never have biceps <laughs> like mine because you're just – because – and one his point on that was, was that people are just – no, not many people can yeah. train as much as hard as he trains. And his book, the, the Complete Encyclopedia of Bodybuilding, is absolutely epic. Anyone that's into – fitness in any way you don't have to be a coach you don't have to be anything you just have to be interested in fitness and respect what this guy did you should pick up a copy of arnie's encyclopedia it's absolutely yeah. awesome every single bodybuilding <laughs> trick but he is back in the gym and all he's ever believed in all he believes in is just doing hard yards just working yeah. and i think that's awesome yeah so, so it was it was it was uh, it was fun to see that. He's sure. quite cool as well. Like he's quite yeah. out there on his. Um, <laughs> he uses social media. He, he uses social media. I, I don't know if that's a product from his time in I you know politics. So. Probably, but it, actually, I was reading a book the other day and of uh, Mr. Trump's 10 million followers, only two million are legit. I heard. Of course. Anyway, that's a different point. But Arnie is very, <laughs> very active. You can sort of interact with him, and and I think he does reply as well over on. He's he's quite active. I think it's on Twitter. As well, that he's, he's on Twitter, active. and he's I, on Twitter. I, I think that's where I I saw him on a, a post that had come up on Twitter. He's he's quite the Twitter guy. He's also on uh, he's also on Instagram. He's okay. also quite yeah. uh, and and he he used to I don't know how much he does now, but he, he actually used to do some quite good uh, Insta stories. I 
I haven't seen any recently. I, yeah, I, that's maybe worth going back. Down. You do quite a few Insta stories. I do a load of Insta stories. You use James. your you use your car as a studio. You use Sometimes. The, the Nissan. Sometimes. Much. Isn't it weekly? You do a Q and A. Yeah, weekly Nissan? weekly Q and A on a Tuesday. Yeah. Sometimes I actually just do it in my car because it's it's uber convenient and and it's quiet and it's quiet because yeah. sometimes sometimes here in the gym it's obviously a little bit noisy so I do it a lot yeah. in the car. But yeah, I use the uh, Insta stories is actually a really good way for me to get in touch with my audience and to directly be able to interact with them and to answer their questions as we do here on this show you get hundreds and hundreds of questions so instead of me taking my time every single minute of every single day (laughs) replying to direct message on instagram i do a once a week instagram q a and then actually on a thursday a live topic i'm actually looking for a live topic for this thursday Talk about a lot of different things. We've we've done one on on, on fasting in Ramadan. We've done one yeah. on training when you're traveling, which is super cool. If you're oh, not man. using the the live option on Instagram, it's really wicked. You just have to try and find the sweet spot of when your right. audience are actually and that's active. and that's understanding when your audience is and not just going with the head count yes. of you know how many people are looking, but how many people are going to engage. And how and, many people are going to engage? And it's not just people. It's are, are you getting the the fitness people? So. Yeah. If you're going early in the morning when they're in the gym, not a good time. Are yeah. they are they going to be on their phones after the gym time? Great. Are your is your audience here in the UAE? Okay, that gives you an idea. Is your audience in the UK? Are they in yeah. Australia? You'll get totally tough. different times. Exactly, and that's why I try and I hit out my live shows on two o'clock on a Thursday afternoon. Boom. Because I figure that everyone's had enough of the work week by then. Yeah. If, They've checked out for the audience in Australia. <laughs> it's the evening for the audience yeah. in Europe. It's just around lunchtime. So there you go. I mean, everyone's checked out at the same time. Sort of <laughs> checking out at the same time. So try and try and hit that sweet spot time, but. Uh, Love a bit of Instagram Live because you can directly interact with people and it gives people to ask questions and contribute to a conversation straight there on the spot. So it's a good tool and I actually quite like watching people's Instagram yeah. Lives and Instagram feeds. But Arnie I'm, was I'm very good. I'm quite getting into it actually. Yeah, and it's, it's you know following a group of people yeah. and you know following that group of people because of the way Instagram works fires other people who are in yeah. that, that realm at my on my screen. Yeah, and, and I, th- I think it puts out a little bit of I know what. What you do as well, James, is when you go for a run, you put something out there, and I yeah. think that gives it a little bit of accountability. Well, pretty, yeah, exactly. It is that accountability. Yeah. I know you're going to see it, and you're going to yeah. say, you know, hey. Yeah, that was really, too slow, yeah. that was too fast, or, yeah. or this was this. But no, there, there are a lot of benefits, and this is where I think, I mean, I mean, this is a, it's a very big topic, but yes. I think there are a lot of benefits and a lot of ways that we can leverage social media for our fitness, for our health goals, but there are also a lot of ways that social media distracts us from our health goals and actually causes a lot of unnecessary stress as well. And people need to be looking at detoxing a little bit more from their smartphones for the for betterment of their health like it, it causes stress having notifications on we're talking oh, about man. it just before the, the show time. you know it's just ping 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 like five years ago you you didn't get your emails on a weekend so why should you get them now are you getting paid more is that an expectation i think we need to sort of really align on that because it can just cause so much stress no, it's, it's pings it's messenger it's whatsapp it's tweets yeah. it's instagram they're all pinging you they're all coming in and your phone rings, it, it, it vibrates, and you go and look at it. Yes. I don't. I've stopped. Yeah. I don't. And I think, I think that's one. Someone said, did you see my Facebook post? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I messaged you. Yeah, I know. I haven't checked my messages yet. Yeah. Just relax. You know what I mean? Like, it's like I don't 
But usually they call you. Did you get my message? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I haven't looked at my messages. Looked What's at my up? Messages. Why didn't you just and call in the, the first thing, place? Like, it's, it's, <laughs> I, I don't get it sometimes in that people are literally sitting waiting. I mean, I use my phone a lot. People are literally sitting and it has to be there. No. Sometimes you just need to turn it over and you just need to crack on A with your workout, B with your work, and you just need to eliminate all that stress. So you'll see, you'll see a lot of research coming out in the next year to two years of the negative effects on our health of smartphones and of on, on our behavior as well. And there's a lot of studies being, being shown that the amount of depression that comes from smartphones, yeah. you post a, a picture to social media, doesn't get likes, doesn't get follows, makes you feel depressed. You're checking every couple of seconds. There was one study I was looking at the other day. Average person checks their phone over 2,000 times a day. Can you imagine? And I, you know, I believe picks it up and looks cases. at over 2,000 yeah. times a day. Because it, it, hasn't, it hasn't beeped. It hasn't vibrated. Yeah. Like, what, is no one is no one looking at my content? <laughs> this was another thing that this study went on to say is that it's the old phantom beat. Oh, the phone's yeah. in my pocket. Oh, I felt it vibrating. No, you didn't. You just so consciously waiting for it to do something. And that's what I believe. I believe people should turn off all notifications. There's yep. also one technique of where, which is difficult at the moment because we communicate so much through WhatsApp, but you could just turn off all of your, your 3G or 4G. And, you know, if yeah. it's really urgent, someone will call you. And if someone sends you... 50 WhatsApp messages and then and doesn't call you then in my opinion it's not actually very urgent so stop letting that social media sort of come into your life it is affecting your health it's causing your stress levels to go through the roof you previously you'd check out the office at five o'clock you'd be done you'd be able to decompress or you'd be maybe a little bit stressed out from the day for an hour afterwards by six o'clock you're totally chilled now you've got a smartphone you go and check an email at 9 p.m and you don't sleep the whole night like, yep. don't check your mails late at night. And exactly. I think this is this is something that, that we really need to, if we're going to take good care of our health, it's not just about the reps and the sets and the food. Yes, it's all about that. But it's about de-stressing and decluttering from things like technology in our life. And we really need to jump on that. And we really need to get some commitment to say, right, two hours before I go to bed, there is no smartphone. Just let's read a book. Can you imagine let's if people started doing that? I do it. I don't keep. I don't even keep the phone in the room. No, nope. not at all. I I started doing it, and some days it's challenging, like to have like 90 minutes because, yeah. for example, I finished last night. I was teaching a late class. I left the gym at 12 o'clock, and I'm obviously not going to wait two hours to go to bed just to decompress right. with my phone. So you know, I I just there was a couple of messages that needed dealing with which, again, might sound a little bit sort of counterintuitive. But yeah, I, you're going I, against what you just said, Marcus. Yeah, I, I, People I, are going to say, hey, hypocrite. But there's some <laughs> things that I hadn't been able to deal yeah. with because yeah. and it needed doing this by this morning and I yep. knew I'd be asleep. So, you know, I dealt with that. So I've only got like 20 minutes or half an hour bef- like not looking at it. If you look at the, the light that's emitted from oh, a, 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 a smartphone as well, that's also causing a lot of traffic through our eyes and yeah. into our brain at I the same time I don't even keep it in well. my room. I, yeah. I used to I used to have it on the bedside table and it's not that I was, you know, maybe using an alarm clock. I got rid of that. It's gone. Yeah. What do you use for an alarm clock? You know what? I use my Fitbit. Really? And it's got an alarm feature set into it and it vibrates to wake you up. And it always works. It always works. You see, this is where I'm, I, I have to admit, in my room, I have an old iPhone yep. that's just on the bedside that only, it, it's not connected to Wi-Fi, it doesn't have a SIM it's card. It's just an alarm clock. It's just an alarm clock. Because I think, I think obviously we've had phones for so long and yeah. used phones for so long for an alarm that that's really all that I trust. I'm not yeah. sure if I trust my Garmin watch. I don't actually wear it to bed. So, I, so I, I've started wearing this thing to bed because I, it tracks my sleep cycle, yeah. which is I was very interested in. Yeah. And then I, I was using the alarm on it, which is just a vibration. And if, if it goes off and you sleep through it, it'll keep going off. It'll, oh, really? It, so it's got like the snooze feature. It'll just keep going off 
every five minutes until you I'm wake up. I'm not sure if I'm... Uh, and I've never slept through it. Never. Never. That's it. That's one thing, yeah. I think reliability of your alarm is super important yeah. because... I don't believe that you sleep through an alarm. But anyway, yeah. that's, a, that's a whole other topic. But I think we just do, for, for the interest of If you're sleeping through your alarm, then you need to be you taking more sleep. be taking more sleep. Yeah. Exactly. Get Fit Radio is the program. Marcus Smith is here from Inner Fight Gym. My name's James Pikeaway. This is Dubai I 103.8 FM. Get Fit Radio, Marcus Smith, James Pikeaway, fitness questions, and more. That's what we're banging out here. And more. And See, more. And it's more. a whole rounded show. <laughs> Yeah, we you know we could we could talk cooking we could we yeah. could talk those those addictive Smith Street Paleo balls that I'm, talk I'm, old, I'm, old gonna, I'm actually going to buy a package of those for uh, Esther because oh, yeah. she yeah because she you know she suffers through the show and yeah. and I don't want her to die of starvation and I've been telling her the about the show's them. two hours yeah she won't die of starvation <laughs> <laughs> anyway but those darn things are are yeah. these are these are 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 sugar free dates. Yeah. With a lot of different flavors, you've got the caramel ones, you've got the chocolate ones, yeah. but these are three round little ball, bite-sized balls. Bite-sized balls, 35 grams each. Yeah. So that they're, they're, they're more than enough, actually. Each one is more than enough. Each one, that's one of the problems, yeah. one of the bits of feedback that we got. So just to let people know, we have a selection of snack balls. Yeah. And they're made mainly from the, the base, one of the base ingredients is dates. So that gives it a little bit of sweetness, also gives it an energy as well. Yeah. And then we use almond powder, coconut powder, cacao, all these kind of different things to create. No real crunchies in them, which flavors. is kind of cool. They're very, they're very smooth. Yeah. So we them. blend the nuts to a certain level. And this is actually, you until you really get into, and a lot of people will be thinking, yeah, we know this, but until you actually get into the science of food, it's actually super, super interesting when you do, because you wouldn't know this. Like you blend a nut for a little bit too long, yeah. the oil starts to spill out. Oh, so yeah. it goes really oily. You don't blend it enough. It becomes too, too crunchy. crunchy. But yeah. yeah, we do. We do a load of different flavors. We actually do a load under Smith Street, which is my wife's company. We do a load of Really super healthy, what's called paleo food. I, mean, I like the cookbook. I like, and I, I know I'm not pushing inner fight here, but yeah. go and check out the cookbook on the site because yeah. there's a lot of, of, of things. You know, hey, you can come and buy the food, yeah, but you can make it yourself as you well. Can, yeah, and, and I love it that if you send something into, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, there, no. Right? But if you send a comment through to Holly, yeah, she answers. She answers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's it's it goes back to what we were saying in the previous segment about technology. It's like we're all on technology, but yeah. then. You sort of send a comment or you make a comment on a company's Instagram that maybe you want to buy something and they don't even answer. Yeah. It's like, are you guys for real? So, <laughs> but no, under, under Swiss Street, we have over, uh, over 100 recipes on the website, which is also replicated on the Interfight website, yeah. as well as now on the meal plan, we have over 25 different main courses. So you actually get a meal plan Pretty where awesome. we deliver to you breakfast, lunch, dinner, and a snack. Or if you want more food, we deliver more food as well. And I think the main difference in our food as well, what people generally know as a meal plan or delivery food or healthy food yeah. is like super straightforward. Could be like a 200 gram chicken breast, a little bit of broccoli and a sweet potato. There's no, as we know, sauce or stuff to make it taste good. So it's quite, it's quite straightforward. It's quite bland, quite plain. And people can only sustain that for a short period of time because... They get bored, yeah. whereas a lot of or all of our food, it, all of our food is completely paleo. It's unprocessed. It doesn't have sugar in it. No refined carbohydrates as well. 
and what we what, but what we have is food that tastes good, tastes like home yeah. cooking food, and right. it does have sauces. So we'll use like we'll use an avocado. Do you have a vegan option as well. We have only one or two vegan options. We're not vegan. Okay, like no. that's the bottom. So line. I bring I bring this up only as we're talking about health, food, and things. And the reason I bring this up, we'll we'll jump back because you've got this this awesome line. Yeah. Is I was listening to a report yesterday by an Oxford researcher yeah talking about meat yeah. and talking about sustainability of meat products are on the globe right and, and this guy ended up when he was starting was he was very much carnivore and by the time he finished his research he became a vegan yeah well it's it, only because he was looking at one how the food was processed but second yeah. he was he said it was it the, the other side of it was just the sheer amount of land required for meat production, yeah, and it's it's interesting. So it it is interesting. But eating James, healthy is also very important. A year ago, we saw the documentary "What the Health" came out. It was re- released in about May of 2017, and it talked about things like processed food, and it talks about the food on the shelves. But yeah. I can take pretty much. I reckon if I take took 10 people into a shop and got like processed meat out of an aisle or out of the the, the deli counter yeah. and said, "Do you think that's healthy?" I think 90% of educated adults, which I have to presume we yeah. all are in the world, <laughs> would understand yeah. that like it doesn't even look like food. And right. then I'd go to like maybe the butcher section and there'd be a fillet, piece of fillet steak there yeah. that would say grass-fed on it, yeah. organically no reared, hormones. no hormones. And, and whether that's true or not is a completely different. Like, I'd be like, okay, which one do you think is the healthiest? Yeah. Like we'd know. But a lot of the time we go to one or the other based on like – what we think is more flavorsome, maybe sometimes what we think is, is, is more sort of price beneficial or within our price budget. Absolutely. So it is, it's, and it's a tough one because you want to eat healthy, you want to eat clean, you want to eat well, yeah. but you're constantly up against time and you're up against, you know, a, a mark, a food marketing machine. Yes. And this is the biggest thing. This is in your the, face. This is the biggest thing. You said it there, like we're up against a food marketing machine. The brands that are doing big volumes that are doing price point stuff that is super affordable and that are doing stuff that people are almost convenience food and it's food that is giving us maybe a better dopamine release because it's got more sugar in it so it's almost like a drug they're the ones with the big marketing budgets and so they're able to get more aggressive than the guys the more niche brands which are actually healthier which are organic which are coming from small family farms which that food is a lot better for us so it's the food industry is in a in a really interesting place at the moment i and it's on. It's getting worse. We're killing ourselves. Yeah. Like the bottom line is that the, the the average age, like, is the the amount of disease and average lifespan is is in decrease. Disease is in increase. We've got more obese people now. We've got more people suffering from cancer, and a lot of it is rooted in in poor food habits as well as bad lifestyle habits. Yeah. But poor food habits, and you know, you you do see these things, and I mean. Like I say, last year when, when What the Health was released, I think you know a lot of people were like, yeah, we should have a, more of a plant-based diet. And like we, we've always should have had more of a plant-based diet. We should have a very plant-based diet. We know that plants yeah. are super good for us. <laughs> but we also know that there's benefit in good, good cuts of meat and, right. and, and good sources of protein. It's just that we've gone to choices of 
poor sources of protein. And we've gone to, we're at a situation which is the environment, there's a lot going on. And because we're such a growing population, we are having some pretty serious environmental issues. And we're having to streamline things to maximize profits. So the way that animals are treated and the whole food chain, how it goes, yeah, there's a lot of questions around it. And sometimes our health is compromised in that, which that's a little bit of a worry as well. Marcus Smith here from Unified Gym. This is Get Fit Radio. Uh, really quickly, we, we got to jump into some questions here, Marcus. There, yeah. Here's a great one. We can do this one pretty quick. Marcus, what are your thoughts on buddy training, just uh, partners instead of a class or alone with a coach, training with a buddy? I, I, I think it's absolutely huge. I, I, I enjoy I actually personally enjoy quite a lot of time on my own, yeah. and I don't have a problem training on my own, but I guess I'm quite motivated I, I know what my goals are. I know sort of what, what my why is, what my underlying motivation is. And so if you say to me, you know, I I mean, earlier in the year before my accident, I was riding 10 to 12 hours on my bike on my own every day. And I actually, I really don't have a problem with that. However, I do understand and I know I've seen it and I do feel it as well. Like sometimes it's just great going out for a run with someone. Sometimes it's just great training with someone. You end up pushing yourselves harder in a lot yeah. of scenarios. So I think having a training partner goes back to what we were saying a couple of segments ago where we actually become accountable to people. I think that's super, super important. We share our goals. We get the push. You know, I might think, oh, I'm going to lift 20 pounds and you just know because you remember last week I lifted 25 and you're like, come on, mate, you need to lift 25, you need to lift 30. Yeah. So someone constantly there just to give you a push. I think there's a lot, a lot of benefit. One thing that is super important if you do have a training partner is that you're aligned on each other's goals. Right. And we'll do it as well. That's but, really important because yeah. you, you've been in situations with people who goals are not aligned. Yeah. And we've had conversations about that. And I've said, are you going to go training with this person? And you said, yeah, no. Yeah. Goals are no longer aligned. The goals are no longer aligned. And, and I mean, whenever we go out riding, whenever we go out running, even when we do a workout in the gym, we're like, okay, this is what we want to achieve. And I'll, I'll never just jump into a workout with someone in the gym. I'll, I'll, I'll say to them, okay, James, what, what, what is it? Um, what are you trying to get from this? So, and it's not a big sort of goal setting session, but it's like 30 seconds that we understand it. And then I'd say, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to do that. We're going to go running. We're going to go at this pace, yeah. you know? So it's not like we get two hours into a run and suddenly you, you're expecting something different from me. And I think, I think this just applies to so many things in life. I think we just have to make that's sure why that people, I think that's why people don't succeed is because they absolutely. don't know what the goal is of the day. What's the goal of the meeting? Yeah. Are What's, we here just to talk? Or are we you. here to actually yeah. solve something? And that's the thing. And you know, people will go into, let, let's go into the office. People will go into the office. They'll go into a meeting and the meeting will last two hours. Yeah. But what really will be the, the productive time could be the last 20 minutes because it took one hour, 40 minutes to figure out what the goal of that meeting was yeah. so always 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 in every scenario before you go into anything before you go to a meeting when you're having a phone call even even if it's just to kill some time having a phone call calling your mates like the goal is to kill some time having a yeah. phone call with your mates yeah. but if you're going to call someone if you're going to have a meeting if you're going to have a training session always think to yourself what is the objective what's the goal of this and then when you finished it did I achieve that objective? You'll find that your time is actually like super more productive for yourself. Get Fit Radio is the program. Marcus Smith here from Interfight Gym. My name's James Pikeway. You're listening to Dubai Eye 103.8 FM. This is Get Fit Radio. Marcus Smith in the house taking questions. We're answering them. Nightline at Dubai 1038.ae if you want to fire them through to us. MJD underscore Smith if you want to send them through to Marcus on the socials. Watch his Instagram. You can get you can get some stuff to him. I don't, I don't know why I just don't go to the Instagram and troll all the questions and bring them here too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> 
I mean, I am watching it. Why am I not writing them down? Then I'd sue you. Then I'd sue you for copyright and all of that. Yeah, but you'd be answering the questions. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here's a great one. Marcus, I know you are into running. (laughs) So I wanted to ask you about running shoes and longevity. Is there a standard point I should change shoes? 500,000 kilometers. And some people suggest I run with multiple shoes. One day one, one day the other. Thoughts? Question mark. I what do you do? technically, yeah, I'll, I'll say what's sort of technical, like people, I'm, I'm sure if you just drop that into, drop that sort of question into Google, like how long is a pair of shoes good for, they'd, yeah. they'd come up some different answers and some brands would I say. I use RunKeeper and it's about 500Ks, they start telling me, hey, have you thought about changing uh, your shoes? Yeah. And and I look at the shoes and they're looking fine and, and the, the logic is the foam starts to, to wear down. Yeah, and, and, it, and it could do, but that's the thing, like, okay. Me, me and you, or me and someone else. Let, let, let's take myself. I'm 90 kilos. I have a size UK 11, right? Yeah. And if I say I'm running 500k, and then I have another guy who's 110 kilos, and he's running 500k, he he could be he could just be a little bit taller than me. I'm not saying yeah. he's fat. Yeah. Could be. Um, the damage, that compression of the sole of the running shoe from that extra 20 kilos every time. I'm not a physicist or scientist or anything like that but i'm pretty sure that that foam that sole is going to burn yeah. out quicker on that guy and it might be the things you don't see so you might you, yes. you physically might not have sole wear but the cushioning the cushion. is constantly being compressed and yes. is it coming back how many days exactly. does it take to, to yeah so it? i i don't think there's a, a, a i don't think there's a point i think you should you know and especially as well like I, I know when I used to live in the UK, like running, when I was at school, I used to trash trainers so quickly. There's mud, there's thorns, they'd rip, yeah. they'd, they'd just get absolutely trashed. Here in Dubai, like, you, you hardly get your shoes dirty because yeah. the, they get a little bit dusty here and there. So it really does just depend on what terrain you're on. But I do encourage people, I think if you are running and you're running frequently, I think pretty much what you said there, like run keeper, about 500Ks, something around that is, is a good point. That would get really expensive for some people because they're running. i got a friend at the moment that runs 250Ks a week. Wow. So, yeah, he's... Uh, That's pretty serious. Yeah, he's, what's well, his goal? He's what, pretty serious. He wants to be the best ultra runner in the world. Okay. He was third in the world championships recently, right. so he's pretty good. Did you see that article I sent you about the ultra runner who got back into it? Um, I must have tagged you, and if I, if I didn't, I'll, I'll re-tag you. This is, a, this is a gentleman who... Uh, was setting out as one of these ultra ultra runners, and yeah. there was a set of peaks that they wanted to run over. There was five of these peaks that usually yes. take five days, and they yes. wanted to do them all in one day. Yes. And they were running the peaks, and they were running, and he grabbed onto a rock thing, and the rock gave way, and he yeah. fell down the mountain, yeah. broke a bunch yeah. of vertebrae, and thought he was a goner, Terrible, but he's yeah. back running again because yeah. it's just what yeah. he loves doing, and it, it's worked so, out. Yeah, this guy uh, with the halo, is it yeah, the guy think, with the halo, he's part of on running, and yeah, super super crazy story as well yeah. but he runs i was just thinking of the distances they were putting in but that, that's yeah cool. That's cool. yeah i mean that's the thing so on, on on your running shoes just make sure that and you can have a look at them like yeah. you know if you really want to get anal on this stuff you could you could take a picture yeah. of your shoes on the first day you take a picture every month and you know just that you're not buying new shoes before you need to right. but also that you're not for a lot of people as well and I'm, I'm sure folks can can resonate with this is that you know they might they might have had some leg pain. They might be right. stiff. They might just feel like they're not recovering. Change the shoes. 
Boom. Oh, yeah. Actually, I had those shoes for three years. No wonder my legs are still... You know what I mean? So, so do you also ascribe to this idea that some people... Like, then this question is asking, should I have multiple pairs of running shoes? Well, I do, James. Yeah. So, I have... Different brands as well? Or are you no. All, all, all the same brand? I use, and I always have used, pretty much the same brand. Okay. Why do I do that? I do that because it's the same style of right. shoe and the same technology from each brand that my body gets used to. But I, I'm, I'm using on-running shoes at the moment. And I'll have, I have two pairs that I use for shorter, faster stuff. So intervals or anything under 15K. I then have a pair that I use for longer stuff and they're designed for that. They've got a little bit more support, a little bit more cushioning. I'll use those for anything 15 to 50K. I'll then use, or 15K upwards. Yeah. If I was going to run 100K, I'd run in those. And then I would, I also have a pair of what are trail shoes, off-road shoes, basically, where I will use those in the desert, I'll use those on rocks. The 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 tread is a little bit more aggressive. Okay. The the sole unit, the rubber on that tread as well is a little bit more durable, so it doesn't cut on rocks. You just take a like a normal pair of of of, of running shoes that is like quite foam based, and you go and run through the mountains, it's going to tear apart. Yeah. They also have a stronger, more reinforced upper, okay. which is on a lot of trail running shoes is either Gore-Tex, not overly popular, but sometimes it's there quite a lot more expensive uh, or what's called a rip stop fabric which will stop it so yeah i i mean i wear trainers all day every day so but i will i will cycle my shoes i've got uh, five pairs of shoes that i'm running in at the moment okay. and i'll always try and bring new ones in and, yeah. and and i will break them in a little bit i don't think there's a massive need to but you know I'll, I'll run 5k 10k in a pair of shoes make sure it works make sure they're comfortable if they're not maybe not wear them as much and then but when you find a brand that works with your feet like you you got some people that are just new balance through and yeah. through and through and through especially some old school runners yeah. like and they just i used to be a new balance guy yeah, and then i changed see? out i changed out it, i just what shoes do you wear i'm using adidas now yeah I'm wearing adidas so. i mean i i've always for running i've always liked what i call niche running brands yeah because so you're using on shoes so i use on shoes before on i never I, use those i, I, I use should, i should look into that yeah Give a try. i used uh, innovate before that yeah uh, i've also used newton running shoes okay. which a lot of these brands people won't really have heard of but they're just and a lot of a lot you ever thought of going into branding some of your own shoes creating your own running shoes the no perfect marcus no, no not your thing too much money okay. <laughs> <laughs> no the amount of research and yeah. technology and the minimums and to, to actually come up with I mean, you worked own. in the industry so you understand yeah, what's involved it's brutal you know so but uh i mean I've, yeah i just like little niche brands for running and, and and found that a lot of the time the, the more niche brands have become like come into the market because they've seen an issue and yeah. a lot of them like on running is is founded owned by two guys i think it's two guys that were athletes innovate is the same i mean adidas started the same yeah adidas was a, a a football boot maker that was his first boot like he he used to go to and 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 sorry also at the track he used to go down to the track he used to make spikes for the athletes and back in the day and that's how that company actually started so there is a lot of history but they start to they start to sort of service a requirement in the market and then later on it comes about colors and it comes about trend sure. and yeah. this that and the other but uh, i i think with the bottom line on running shoes you sort of if you run a little bit just play around a bit and and yeah. You know, you can kind of feel a pair of shoes that are a bit dud, especially if you're cycling pairs of shoes right. in. You can feel that. I had a pair know. exactly like that. I was wearing them, and it just yeah, after about two weeks, I said these shoes just don't work. Yeah, 
and, and I got rid of them. And I, I really wanted to. Yeah, I wanted yeah. them. I thought they'd be great. And, man, yeah. they were awful. Yeah, just awful. terrible. Yeah. yeah. Hey, another question's come through here. It says, Marcus, I was uh, at the at the gym. Sorry, not in a fight, but I must drop in. Uh, and they are talking about weighted stretching. Is there something new? Is this something new? Useful or is it an emerging trend or a fad? <laughs> I think weighted been, stretching. What, yeah, what is weighted stretching? This is, Using weights when you I stretch. I don't really like it that much. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just it's not. This is not something new. People have been adding load, adding resistance in a stretch position for a long time. Sometimes it looks very old school, very dangerous. Like yeah. you know, when we actually just we see coaches just putting people in these situations, just forcing it. I think any form of stretching mobility should be very natural to a point where you don't feel the stretch anymore so right. if you do have to add load then that's the right thing to do so you would add like if you feel that to get the stretch in the right point you need to sort of make the movement loaded really yeah. then then that's the right thing to do but i don't think it's i don't think it's really a fad i think it's just something that you know i think people need to be a little bit careful and just because you put like just because you get someone to sort of fold your legs in half it doesn't mean that that's better for you it actually means that it's worse because and this is where body awareness and knowing your body is yeah. really is the key to me like you should know when you're coming into trouble you should know when something's not good and you should know when so you you can push something if you know your body if you work out on your body enough or a lot you'll actually know what those points are and then you can you can control yourself and i think that's that's really the bottom line is that you understand what that point is and that you don't... And yeah. you're willing to say, hey, you know what? It's too far. It's too much. Yeah. It's not working. Otherwise, you just end up with snap, snaps, yeah. like snap tendons, snap bones, snap <laughs> muscles. Like Everything just breaks and yeah. that's just silly. So yeah, Injuries. Yeah. You have to be quite body aware. Okay. Excellent. One last one. Uh, sirs. I like that one. I'm having upper back pain issues and figure it is uh, hunching and sitting causing it and that i need to strengthen this area the upper back any tips upper yeah. back area well that's like you know there's a couple of yeah there's a couple of different things like if you're if you're sitting a lot um it's actually this is completely off the wall but there there is some research that confirms suggests that actually a certain amount of back pain is rooted in fatigue yeah, so no you're doubt. overworked no you're stressed yeah. like it's not actually physical, like it is physical, but it's not because you're sat in a bad position. It's not because you're hunched over all the time. It's just because you're working so hard. Yeah. You're so stressed out and you could be suffering from, from what's known as adrenal fatigue. Adrenal fatigue gives back pain. There so the referred pain from drained adrenal glands is giving back pain. So, okay, one way that we attack it is always make sure posture is good, core is strong, but if that's not the, if that's not the cure, if you're not getting anywhere with that, then it definitely could be something like you're just overworked, you're too stressed, yeah. and you're just you're almost burnt out, and you get body pain from being in that situation of complete yeah. okay. burnout. So your body physically burns out, it doesn't rest, it doesn't recover, and the the referred pain is often through the central nervous system, and then it goes out into the into the spine and down the back. So Actually, you might not have anything wrong with your back, so don't go and see a surgeon or a chiropractor and let them open your back up. Maybe just sleep some more, and that could get rid of your troubles. All right, and if it keeps going, go and have a chat. Yes. Yeah, it's that simple. Hey, Marcus uh, can be found at Interfight Gym. That's interfight.com. Marcus, thank you very much once again. Uh, we've run up the clock on the show. Look forward to doing it again next week, same Absolutely. place, same time. Get your questions into us, MJD underscore Smith. 
uh, on the socials or nightline at dubaii1038.ae. We've got a whole bunch more to talk about coming up next week right here on Get Fit Radio on Dubai Eye 103.8 FM.